What's going on, everyone, and welcome to the Joseph Vore Podcast on the JV Podcast Network. Really excited to share this episode with you guys today as I sat down with Dawson Gurley. You know him as the YouTube star Big Dawes TV. We talk about his ups and his downs on his rise to becoming a successful YouTuber, and we catch up to what he has going on current day. He and his wife just built and moved into their dream home, and they welcomed their very first son, Miles, into this world back in July. So without further ado, enjoy this nice smooth jazz and the sit down with Big Dawes TV. All right, so we're sitting down right now with the man himself, Big Dawes TV, my boss. This is very intimidating, but you know, this may be your company, this may be your office, but this is my podcast. So <laughs> okay. Make, so- make no mistakes about it. I am calling the shots hey, right hey, now. Hey, you're in control, man. You're in control. <laughs> so I like, with all the guests that I have on, I like to ask you questions just to like butter them up, you know, make them feel good. Okay. Or whatever. Boost so confidence. Yes, that? exactly. So wow. you're a big guy, big, strong guy, big truck. You're obviously <laughs> compensating. How does your wife deal with that well, she, how does she, she love you at the end of the day she knows that i'm compensating and you know that's kind of you know obvious in my life you see me compensating a lot because there's a lot to compensate for right um i mean you're a youtube guy yeah. on camera name the channel after yourself i mean it doesn't get any more exactly I, I mean enough said and so i mean at the end of the day she just really likes me because i have money yeah, that's, that's that's what it comes down to. That's what we that's what we found out from my videos. The, the answers are everywhere. Yeah, they're all over the wall. Um, so you're from Kansas. Yep. Midwest guy. So did you grow up? Was it like typical Midwest? Did you live like in a neighborhood, or did you live out? Did you have like, did you have like property where you kind of like out in your own? I mean, we lived in, in a neighborhood, but I had like you know semi-forest behind right. my house, like yeah. woods, creek, all that stuff. My family has like a farm where yeah. we go hunting and fishing. and Everyone waves to each water. other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have a guy, Rick, who yeah. who takes care of the property when we're not there. Everyone's got a Rick. <laughs> yeah. Every town's Rick's got a Rick. Rick's the man, dude. Yeah. That's great. So, yeah, everyone waves, sports, <laughs> hunting. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's just... And, and there's not a, a lot of waving because there's not a lot of people. Right, So exactly. when you do wave, you get pretty excited. You do. You're like... That's yeah, a like, car. Oh wow! I just waved at a person. Yeah, or it's that a was cool. that was really cool. Yeah, or if you're or if you're in my neck of the woods, we get a lot of uh, horse and buggy that make their way back. Oh and really? Time to time. Yeah, we're not. I'm where I grew up. It's not too far from Amish country. No way. Yeah, yeah. There's it, a lot of that up in Ohio, isn't there? Yeah, there is, and it's actually great because like at, at my house and like pretty much everyone, if they want something done like construction or whatever it is. The Amish come in, it takes them like 45 minutes. No. Like, I mean, not 45 minutes, but, but it's like, like a cliche. The Amish do construction? Yeah. What, with, with oh, like, yeah. like they build houses, garages. But without sheds. machines, right? They don't use machines. Yeah, it's it's incredible. And it's, it's all like, hand built. And it's like the best quality. It's like really? amazing. Yeah. That's interesting. They're, yeah, they're really, Dude, That really would be good. cool to do like, you know, since you do the interviews and stuff right. for us, we talked about doing some documentaries. I think we do a documentary where you go Amish for a week. Yeah. That'd be, I challenge you. Yeah, to do it's that. like reverse Rumspringer. <laughs> have you ever heard of what Rumspringer? Yeah, where is? where they have yeah. the you know it's like a sweet sixteen for the Amish and they right. come like twerk in America's homeland. Right, but yeah, they <laughs> they get like I forget what age they turn and basically they get like X amount of time to go out and live make like, a decision. If yeah, live the other side and you either come or back or come back. Yeah, leave like that's 
I'm like, that's cool. But like, that I wouldn't, really cool. but I'm like, I wouldn't want to go Amish for 16, 18 years, whatever it is, right. just for a month of Rumspringer. I mean, I would be interested to know the percentages of, of who comes back and who doesn't. Right. Cause it's like, like the, the thought of the village is for sure gone forever. Like she's not coming back. Right. And I think that's like a real, like black and white decision. Cause yeah. there's no like, Oh no, I think I'm just going to keep doing this and maybe I'll come back. It's like, no, the time's up. Yes or no. You're either dead to us or we love you. Yeah, I wonder how they feel about it. Like, yeah. are they, like, salty when they don't yeah. come back? Or are they like, oh, good for them. Yeah, you know, they did it. <laughs> I remember my rum springer. We went and saw, we went and saw Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. We listened to Bruce Springsteen on the radio <laughs> in the heyday. Um, so when did, it, when did your, like, bug start to, like, start creating content i remember that first trip that i went on with you guys to vegas and we okay. filmed yeah. one day yeah that was well a little over a year ago probably about a pretty year pretty close that was in like very end of october okay. i think okay yeah in our late late october maybe early november and you were sort of telling me about like some of the first videos you created you know you spent some money got some sort of editing thing on your guys's home computer mm -hmm. like how did like where did that start when did you just like when was the first thing you created and you're like oh I kind of like this or where did that interest even like spark from um so it sparked when I was 11 years old and I saw Jackass my my dad made the mistake of letting me watch Jackass <laughs> so um that happened I was like yo this looks like fun <laughs> um, how do I do this yeah exactly so I asked for a video camera for Christmas yeah. got a video camera for Christmas because I was a spoiled little bitch <laughs> just got everything asked for <laughs> and, um, so your dad's letting you watch Spike yeah. TV he's getting you a video camera <laughs> yeah. for Christmas I mean god what else I mean, do you need yeah this is pretty much this is where I was born yes <laughs> this is the created the creation this of is the creation of Big Dos TV and everything else. So um, me and my buddies and my brother uh, would just go around my neighborhood, just you know messing around, doing stupid shit, trying to emulate jackass. Right. Like we would make movies and like film the intro of like Johnny Knoxville yeah. saying, you know, whatever yeah. that whole spiel was about not doing this at home. Right. Blah blah blah. We would film that uh -huh. on a we would film a TV. Right. That, and just put that in our the beginning of our videos. Yeah. Like yeah. super janky, like horrible oh, yeah. I production. Used to, I used to do that because I used to love watching like anything, like when I was younger, especially like Fresh Prince and okay. uh, uh, Full House. So nice. like like I loved like Will Smith and I loved Uncle Jesse. So you know, he did the whole like home camera. Like my, I just make, <laughs> my dad be trying to watch football. I'd be like, Dad, just commercial, like film this for me real quick. And I like write up like starring no like John Stamos and like throw like the paper in front oh, of it. Oh, that's hilarious! Yeah. So I like when when you say that, I, that like takes me back. That's awesome. Like it was just. It's just so much fun. It, like I yeah. don't know why because you don't I was know how it. bad it really is. No, it's just you're having fun. But doing it's like, it. but it's like pure, and you have fun with it. And and it's funny because, you know, it seemed like you started earlier than I or, we both were kind of young when we started doing crazy stuff like that. But my that kind of like went away from me for a while. But now since I've been in college and like I'm not doing sports full time anymore, like it's mm -hmm. come back, and I'm so happy because yeah. it's 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 awesome, and it just makes you feel. Makes you feel great. It's that's, like that's a kind fun of the same story for me because I was always that guy that I was known in middle school and high school as the guy that like would make videos, but I was never able really to pursue that because I was in sports and I was really right. focused on basketball and yeah, you know, I, I played you know baseball and football and right. track and Kansas um, isn't exactly the market for it. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It's tough to do it there. Yeah, um, and not to mention the internet isn't 
what it was. No, is not even close. Not even close. Yeah, not even close back then. I mean, everything was just getting started. Right. I remember my friend posted a video on YouTube when I was probably in eighth grade. I was uh-huh. like, I was just in awe that he was able to do that. I was like, how did you figure out how to actually, like, I can, right. I can make a video, but I don't know how to post it on like, YouTube. Post it on YouTube. I, I thought that he was, like, famous yeah. because right. he, he posted it. It had, like, 11 views. Right. But the fact that it was on the internet, exactly. I was like, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was me before, like, I realized how easy it was to put a podcast on Apple or Spotify. Uh-huh. And, like, no, it, it's great, and it gives it legitimacy, you know, and it, you totally. know, it's, it's a forum that everyone has. Like, it makes sense to be on there, but I'm just like, oh, man, I would really be able to make it one day if I could just have a podcast on Apple and yeah. not to mention any idiot. Anybody <laughs> can, <laughs> yeah, do can just it. do it. <laughs> but figure, people don't know that. Right. Are, they're like, wow, you're on Spotify? Yeah. I'm like, dude, you could record yourself taking a shit yeah. and put it on yes. Spotify if yeah. you wanted to. Exactly. And you could title it Me Taking a Shit. Yeah, because some, <laughs> some of my friends, like when they saw like, well, you're on Apple or Spotify, I'm just like, Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. Like, you, you should just have a big ego and be like, yeah, dude. Well, like, then, but then until they the, look the, it they up. They signed me. Yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> They're not Spotify, going to look it up. But that's know, a thing. Yeah, you know, I just was going to keep it on, you know, SoundCloud, but like Spotify reached out. Like, and yes, I just yeah, yeah, Spotify hit me up and I was just like, <laughs> you know what? I will join your platform. Yeah, like, dude, we saw your 3K followers on Instagram and your, you know, entrepreneur in the bio and we just were like, we got to get this, this guy a this podcast. Guy's this guy's yeah. it. This guy's it. Yeah, so it, it's a bidding war between Apple and Spotify right now. So it's, I mean, you know, you know how <laughs> Not it is. Not a big deal. Not yeah, big yeah deal. you know how it is. When did you um, move out to Arizona then? Or had you moved around before? It was like nope. Kansas to Arizona? Kansas is just, that's all it was. Yeah. Born and raised. Right. When I was 19, I moved here. Um, so, I mean, basically, long story short, out of high school, I didn't know what I was doing. All my friends moved off and went to college, whether it was KU or K-State or yeah. a couple of them moved to like California or right. some random places. And I was stuck there with no friends, basically. So um, I was going to community college. And when I say I was going, I really wasn't going at all. You were on the class roster, yeah, but I, not actively participating. I took 19 credit hours my first semester. Oh, gosh. Past three and the three that I passed was with a C. And yeah. It was from cheating. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then second uh, semester, I think I took 18 credit hours and passed zero. Yeah. And my parents had no idea. My dad ended up finding out, and he was pissed. And I was just like, yeah, school just kind of sucks. Like, yeah. I'm not really about it. Um, so at the time, I actually had read an article about this channel called Boyfriend vs. Girlfriend. They're, they've kind of died out now. Yeah, I've never heard um, of them. They have two channels, Prank vs. Prank and Boyfriend vs. Girlfriend. They both had over 10 million subscribers on wow. e- each channel. Um, and I was like reading about how much money they were making on YouTube. I was like, what? It's like, this is crazy. It's yeah. like, I can make videos as good as this. Right. And so I was like, I've always been known as a video guy. I got my buddies together and I was like, you know, let's, let's start making videos yeah. again. And we just started posting them and, you know, weren't really doing anything with it. Um, and then I just wanted to get out of Kansas. I had a buddy going to ASU. And me and my friend Chris were like, all right, let's move to Arizona. We can make videos out there. Yeah. And we packed our bags up, moved here. And it really all started when I got here, to be yeah. honest. Now, did you just, so Arizona, did you see that as, hey, I just need to get out of Kansas, maybe closer to L.A.? Because my thought would just be, you know, if you're going for anything, entertainment, now obviously, it's much more affordable here than LA. Mm-hmm. Right. But like my thought would always be like, 
I don't know, Arizona wouldn't be like, all right, pack my bags, we're in Arizona, we're trying to start this this video thing. Like my first initial thought would be, well, why not LA? So was it just Arizona to get out of college and you already had a buddy here, mm-hmm. so you sort of felt like you had, you yeah. know, it was very small, but at least you had some network out yeah. here. So I already had a buddy here and my other friend, Chris, um, we were originally both moving here to go to uh, audio engineering school, oh, okay. a place called CRAS, Conservatory of Recording Arts and Sciences. Yeah, it's a good program. And at the time, I wasn't even thinking, like, yeah, I read the article and I thought, you know, I could be a YouTuber or whatever, but it, it wasn't even like a thought out thing. Mm-hmm. I was focused actually on being a rapper which no really way. embarrassing. And I wanted to come out here because I still had the business mindset at the same time. So my idea was like, I'm going to be a rapper and learn how to mix and master my own music. And I'm going to also, even if the rapper thing doesn't work out, I'm going to open my own record label and yeah. sign artists to my record label. Wow. And I'll start off by producing it. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, managing it and hiring people to do everything. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what my plan was. But the school was like, it was a trade school. So it was a nine month program and it was like $18,000. Mm-hmm. And... I didn't have any money. I was working at Circle K, and I was hoping that my parents would pay for it. Um, my mom was super supportive, but my dad was not at all. He's like, "You're not. I'm not paying for this." I, I, my family's kind of well off, so I didn't qualify for financial aid or anything. Yeah. So I just couldn't go. Um, so I made a deal with my parents where I'd move out here anyways and go to community college. Mm-hmm. And they would help me out a little bit. I got my grandpa to help me out a little bit. Um, and I mean, community college isn't that expensive. So right. it wasn't, it wasn't it's much too more manageable. Much. It was like a couple of thousand dollars a semester. Right. Because it was still out of state. Um, so that's what ended up happening. And I was out here. I think I moved out here in 2012. Okay. Um, and yeah, nothing really happened the first year. Me and Chris mm. were pretty much smoking a lot of weed and (laughs) just being degenerates (laughs) yeah being degenerates not really doing anything with our lives i would always try to get them to film um and chris smoked a lot more weed than i did so it was even harder i'm telling you man this couch is so comfy man Um, why would we leave we got it all right here it was just classic you know two idiots moving somewhere and yeah. starting over i mean we lived yeah. in a two bedroom apartment i think that was 600 bucks a month so we each paid 300 a month wow so, so you had a two bedroom apartment for 600 a month it was a killer deal that's amazing and it, it was ghetto but it wasn't like that ghetto right you know like there was homeless people in the dumpster and stuff but like it had a nice pool oh wow so where is this place <laughs> Terravita, dude is it still it's alive? It's close by, yeah. I'm, no I'm sure it's more now, but right. yeah, it was, a, it was a steal. Yeah, for sure. And so that was nice. Um, and we probably put out one video a month. Yeah. And then was this, was it, was the channel, was it Big Dawes TV It was at Big Dawes TV. Yeah. I don't know why. Big Dawes TV was Chris's idea. Really? We were trying to think of a name for the YouTube channel. He's like, what about Big Dawes? And I was like... Was that like your nickname before when people call you Dawes for short? People always called me Dawes, but we had a friend that we'd call Big Matt. And when Uh we were trying to think of names, Chris was like, what about Big Dawes? I was like, dude, yeah, let's do it. No, but honestly, like, that's a great name. Yeah. It it, It it worked out well. It works really well. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, so that's the birth of Big Dawes. What was the first video? 18. The first video... Is it still up? No, oh, no, no. Yeah. The, God, first, no. the first 30 videos have all been taken down. Yeah. The first video was, and keep in mind, you know, I'd made like 100 videos throughout my childhood that were never posted, but the first right. actual video, 
And the channel wasn't even Big Dos TV. This is pre Big Dos TV, and the okay. channel was Dos One Nine Two Three. Perfect. Great name. Yes. Great name. One Nine Two. That wasn't the year you were born. I'm assuming. No, <laughs> I like nineteen because it's my birthday. Right. And I always like number twenty three. It's my mom's birthday. I'm gotcha. A mom, I'm a mama's boy. There you go. I can't even deny it. Can tell. So yes. Um, That's why she was supportive. Exactly. Dad's like, no, you don't. You like her more, anyways. Yeah. To hell with you. <laughs> Figure it out. So the first video was called uh, "Sleeping." It was sleeping in so public. So pranks was always the thing, and always yeah. inspired by Jackass. You're yeah. like, this is what I'm going for. This is mm-hmm. this is funny. Now, had there been, um, I don't mean to cut you off, but no, had, had there been like, were there other people doing? Pranks on YouTube, or were you like? Oh, there was almost, a few. There wasn't a ton, but there was a yeah. few. Anyone that was big, like, so it was a pretty like open. The guy market. I mentioned earlier, there yes. was a few others. Um, the tally was just blowing up right okay. when I was starting, um, and there was a few others, but I don't yeah. really know about it. I wasn't in the YouTube community gotcha. at all, so if there were people, I wasn't following them. Gotcha. I remember, I think I found one guy that mm-hmm. was doing like you that was doing pranks and was also like doing like rap stuff. I was like, oh my god, he took my idea. I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, like there, there could only be one. Great, but in my over. mind at the time, I was like, "What the? How how am I supposed to do this now? Someone yeah. else is doing this." Yeah. <laughs> so so what was that first video? You said like sleeping sleeping with... in public. So yeah. we got a blow up air mattress. We went into like CVS and Walgreens and gas stations and in the middle of the street and we just plopped it down. I had a robe on and I just Perfect. went to sleep. Was that? Was any of that an inspiration for that video you and Steven did at West Virginia? Where the, no, like the, the, but, the hangover, like, but that was similar. There's yeah. a little resemblance yeah, there. You definitely. guys just kind of like took it to the next level. Yeah, it's always nice because you can always you know, somewhat recycle ideas. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was the first video. And we were stoked because we hit 700 views. Like we were celebrating. We were popping champagne. Yeah. Like, 700 views, it was like, we made it. Right. <laughs> and, like, compared to now. Yeah, and this is still in Kansas, so, yeah. I mean, we, we've had put out a few okay. videos. Um, and then, yeah, and then, like I said, when we got here, we thought we were grinding, but we were dropping a video a month. And um, it wasn't until Chris left, um, after about nine months, he, he moved back to Kansas. And I look back at, at it now, I'm like, dude, I was going to move back as well, but my wife... At the time, we were we had just started dating. That's kind of what kept me here. And what year was that? That was 2013, the beginning of 2013. Okay. Um, and I was like, oh, I kind of want to stay. Like, I really like this girl a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I ended up staying. And I look back, I'm like, dude, if I had moved back to Kansas, I don't think any of this ever would have happened. Right. Isn't it crazy when you look back and you're like, I was that close. Yeah. And like, if it wasn't for and, and there was, this. And there was 10 different moments like that. Yeah. Like, there was after, okay, so I'm going to try to stay in order here. So Chris moves back. I stay. Um, and that's when actually my channel blew up. And it wasn't because Chris left, but I think it just him not being there and me being by myself gave me more time to, like, sit down and be like, okay, I literally have nothing to do. I might as well film these videos. Mm-hmm. So I started filming them by myself. So I would go to the grocery store. I'd set up a camera on a really? shelf. And no I would just way. stay in the frame. And I was the actor and the cameraman. I would go to college campuses. I'd put a camera on a tripod, uh-huh. set it up, and I would just stay in the frame and prank right. people like that. Wow. Like I used to dream of having a cameraman. Right. And now I have like 12. Right. <laughs> You're like, a camera guy would be such a luxury. It would be so nice. Yeah, instead of just going into grocery store like, F this applesauce, I'm putting yeah. my camera here. You're just like, exactly. clearing out yeah. shelves. <laughs> F this applesauce. <laughs> Look at these mandarin oranges. Fuck 
these mandarin oranges. <laughs> I'm putting my camera here. Yeah. No. So so that was the style, and actually, like the first four videos that I filmed like that, they got a, a ton of views. Like no one of them hit a hundred thousand. They all eventually reached over a million. These ones are still on my channel. Okay. Like I think the I love you prank, um, eating mayonnaise uh, in the library. Um, a couple other like random ones. I'd have to go back in my channel, but like now they all have over like a million views. And like, right. wow, like I thought it was crazy when they reached over a thousand views. I had like 800 subscribers uh -huh. at the time. Um, so I was doing that and it was going well and I, I was getting some like traction. And then I just had a moment where I was like, I don't know what it was, but it was one of those things where like you just feel like God is speaking to you. Yes. And, and it was, this voice was just like, Stop doing YouTube. You need to focus on basketball. Because basketball was my love for my whole life. Yes. And I still felt like I had a little gas left in the tank. Yes. And I always wanted to play in college. I ended up not doing that. So I was like, I got to give it a shot. So I quit YouTube completely. Wow. I, I went back home for the even summer. Even after riding that high, even yeah. after those videos yep. going well. I went back wow. home for the summer. I left all of my equipment in Kansas. I was like, that's how serious I am about this. I'm done. I come yeah. back. I'm going to MCC. I start playing uh, basketball at MCC. Mm -hmm. um, I talked to the coach. He let me start practicing with the team. Trials were, I think, a month out. Um, so I start practicing with the team. I start playing, you know, and I do that for, like, I want to say two weeks or so. Mm -hmm. And after two weeks, I was like, fuck this. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm going to get back into YouTube. And all my, all my equipment was in Kansas. Yeah. So um, I ended up flying back to get my equipment. Wow. But I think it was one of those things where, like, if I didn't at least try it, I would have regretted it for the rest of my exactly. life. Exactly. So I'm glad that it worked out that way. Yeah, because um, yeah, that works out perfectly. Yeah. You don't live with the regret of not trying. Even though it sucks, it doesn't work in the time. And now you're doing what you're doing now, which is what you love, and it's made you successful. So it's like, really, you take those factors right there, that's picture perfect. Yeah. It can't get much and, better. And I'm glad it happened that way because, I mean, it was just like... You know, I'd probably always wonder, was I supposed to play basketball? Like, it was a very, you know, it was a weird time in my life because I just really had no idea what I wanted to do. Yeah. Every, everyone in my family is like, oh, you know, he's just a lost soul. He's, he doesn't know what he wants to do with his life. And they're all super worried about me because they're like, you know, he's flunked out of college. He's changing his career path every other day. Yeah. They all thought that I was, like, was going to turn out bad. Yeah. yeah, I want to do YouTube. Yeah. So everyone in my family at this point is like super concerned about me. And <laughs> a lot of them are like very upset that I'm trying to do YouTube because right. they see no future in it. Exactly. It's not going to go anywhere. It's not a practical, like it's not yeah. something you go to school for. Yeah, exactly. And it's super tough. Yeah, so that was that. And then that was kind of the last straw. I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I need to do it right. And... um there was another guy, uh, Cody, uh, from Angry Picnic, right? who at the time, and at this point I had like, you know, I went through that little hot streak. I was at like 15,000 subscribers. Cody was at about 5,000 subscribers. And I see that he had been filming at ASU campus. So I hit him up and was like, what's up, man? Uh, I'm out here in Arizona. I pretty much, you know, back to the square one where I don't have any friends again. Chris went back home. I was like, we should film for each other. Mm -hmm. So we meet up, we have a meeting. Um, I'm like really serious about it. I'm like, dude, we should film together like twice a week. I'll film for your channel. If you film for my channel, let's be each other's dedicated camera guys. Right. Um, let's go to California and make a bunch of videos, do this and do that. And we're like, all right, let's do it. And that's exactly what we did. Gosh, just absolutely grinding right there. That's, 
That's insane. So the first video, what was your first video that you went, like, was there a video where you went super viral, like really established you, brought in subscribers, brought in a ton of views, and you actually started to see, like, what the money side of making YouTube was like? Yeah, the first video was eating junk food in the gym. Yes. This is probably like a year after me and Cody meet up and we're making videos, like a couple of videos a week. After about a year of that is when I finally had one that kind of just exploded. It was eating junk food in the gym. It was, I woke, I filmed it, um, dropped it. The next day I wake up and everyone's calling me like, yo, you're on Good, Good Morning America. Yeah, it was on the news. Yeah, I remember from the Prankland video. It was on like a ton of different yes. uh, news stations and ABC and all these things. I'm like, yeah. wow, this is crazy. Yeah. So that totally blew up. And after five days of it blowing up, I had to delete it. Because 24-hour fitness, I filmed it inside their uh-huh. gym. I didn't ask anyone for consent right. to film there, to people that I was pranking. Yeah. Back then, it was super unprofessional. I never asked people if they, you know, right. hey, can we use you that You probably really didn't even know better. Didn't even think about yeah. it. So I'm getting, like, threatened with, with all these lawsuits. This video is all over the news with all these people in it that have yeah. no idea they're even being filmed. <laughs> and they're threatening to sue me for, like, $5 million. I'm talking oh to their, gosh. like top of the line like regional managers and all the corporate side of 24-hour fitness oh and they're just gosh. freaking out yeah it all started when i went to the gym to work out and they're like um you're not allowed to be here there's like something like weird on your account and uh-huh. i was like okay that's a little weird and i yeah. get like start getting these phone calls and wow freaked me out so you deleted scared it scared the shit out of me so you deleted it and everything was was everything fine then was that the agreement Yes, we came okay. to an agreement where I delete if I deleted it, you know, they wouldn't pursue anything. Um, that's on. It's like, yeah, the video. It sucks that we have to delete it, but that's way better. Yeah, than, I don't even have like a business or an LLC at this point. Right, so it's all on you, yeah. which is worst case scenario. Exactly. I mean, I don't have any money or anything, anyways, but still, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> it's, bad it's scary. Way. So, yeah, I had to delete it. I ended up like two weeks later, like refilming it and getting it back up. Okay. Um, but you got the proper. I learned a yeah. lot from that. So yeah. I ended up. That's when I set up my LLC. I started getting professional. I started asking every single person if it was, I had permission to use each clip for my videos, saving all the consents. Like that's when I was like, it kind of lit a fire under me. It ended up being a good thing because right. I learned so much and I started taking everything so much more seriously. Um, so uh, it was it was a good experience. Two actually. videos from your channel that I really want to talk about that I love. First off, I want to talk about the fake clay stuff because that's just. So funny and, and okay. awesome. But the one that I want to talk about before, it's a little bit more serious, the social experiment you did with the, the breathalyzer, with the people okay. on, on the street, I think that video is is so cool. What was the inspiration? Can, can First off, explain what the premise of the video was because it's mm-hmm. not a prank. It was very different. It was a social experiment and very serious. Yeah. Uh, and what was like the inspiration and purpose for uh, okay. doing that video. I mean, I walked around the street. I had a breathalyzer. I pretended like I was drunk. We made it seem like it was a breathalyzer that was like attached to my car. Right. I asked people. I gave. I offered people twenty dollars to blow into my breathalyzer so, so that could I could drive. drive. Yes. And a lot of people did it. That's that was so surprising. I yeah. was like, that is so like for freaking scary. For twenty dollars, you're gonna put somebody on the that road. That is so scary. It's so selfish. Uh, the inspiration behind it, I mean, there wasn't any, like, big moments. Like, I didn't lose any loved ones or okay. anybody to, like, a drunk driving incident or anything like that. Um, but, you know, I just felt, I don't know, I, 
I get it, these ideas where, you know, at certain times I feel more inspired to like step away from the comedy side of things and just doing any little thing I can to make somewhat of a positive impact. Because I think that's important. And yeah. you never know. I mean, so many people see your videos. There could have been one person that saw that video and it could have changed a path they were on or a decision that could have been in their right. their near future. And all it takes is seeing, you know, just 30 seconds of that video, just one clip. And they're just like, God. I would have taken that $20. I'm going to be so much more careful about just everything in my life. And then that could change, you know, someone just making better decisions in their life overall, even if they're never in um, a situation like that. Like that stuff's actually important. Yeah. So, I mean, that's always been a big thing of, of mine is I try to make a positive impact. And I think I get that for my mom because she's always taught me to be a super positive person and, you know, try to do something in, in life where you can at least make an impact on others. So that's always been like a big, uh, I guess, force behind everything that I do. I try mm-hmm. to find a way to like just, you know, make the world a little bit better because I do enough shitty things as it is. So <laughs> and you <laughs> got to make plat- up for it And you have the bit. platform for it. Like, <laughs> like you can truly have an influence on people, which, totally. is, which is powerful. And some people suck at it. Some people don't care, and and some people do good. And I think that you that you do good. So that's, thank you. I appreciate course. it. Absolutely, that's great. Now it's th- this is a little bit more fun. Fake Clay Thompson, <laughs> and so before we get into like, you know, uh, you know how you came up with this and all this. I love this being from Ohio, being a Cavs fan, okay. because when you're out there, and the and now you look like him. Now you really do, but I still know that people who actually follow basketball and are true Warriors fans, I mean, you're a big guy, but Clay's taller. Right. And Clay's a professional basketball player. And a lot (laughs) slimmer. So the fact, and it cracks me up because, you know, everyone says, you know, there's a ton of uh, bandwagon Warriors fans, blah, blah, blah. And the fact that they're coming up to you and letting you sign their $110 jersey (laughs) as a Cavs fan, I'm like, yes, bandwagon Warriors fans, like, take that. They don't even know that this isn't Clay Thompson. Like, like. One, it's hilarious, and two, I'm like, that's right, you freaking scumbags. <laughs> like, I just freaking love that. But um, so, where, who like gave you the idea for that? Did you come up with it? So like, that, and, and that first, was. Um, and who cut it? Who cut your hair and did your yeah. goatee and everything? Because it's like spot on. It's so good. So it was actually an idea that was brought to me from SeatGeek. Really? And it was a brand deal. Did they sponsor did. a lot of those they, videos? They sponsored that first video, and okay. they actually, from there, weren't able to sponsor anymore because, like, Clay's agent hit them up and was uh-huh. like, yo, you guys are, like, sponsoring this guy where he's, like, stealing Clay's likeness oh, and all this God, stuff. Geez. So we weren't able to do any more. They're like, don't mention anything with SeatGeek, anything to do with Clay Thompson. I'm like, okay, I got it. I already had this whole thing with 24-Hour Fitness. Right. Yes. <laughs> Not again. I've learned from this. <laughs> So, um, yeah, but it was SeatGeek that had the idea. I got, I had a guy out there. Um, I don't even remember how I met him, but this guy, this dude named Amit, he's my Clay Thompson barber. He yes. lives in the Bay. Yeah. Every time I go there, he comes to my hotel and cuts my hair to make me look, look like Clay. So he comes awesome. to my hotel and we go in the bathroom and he cuts my hair. That's so awesome. Yeah. How many times, how many games did you go doing that? Three. I did three. Yeah. Yeah, pl- the the, the first one play? was a vlog, and I was in like, I'm trying to think if that was a brand deal too. I believe it was. Okay. Yeah, that's what happened. Sorry, I mean, I, so many crazy things have happened, I right. don't even remember. Yeah. The first time, it was a vlog, it was the season before, um, and it was the, the finals. It was versus the Cavs, right. I was at game five. Which, what year was that? I believe that was 2006. Was it the year 17? the Warriors won? 
2017? Yeah. 2017. The Warriors won in Oakland game five. Yes, that would have been 2017. Then. Yeah, so me and Kelly, my wife, were at that game. I was Crazy. dressed up as Clay. That was the first time. Yes. No attention at all. Yeah. I mean, people were coming up to me and taking pictures and stuff. Right. But, but they were. But that was such there, a huge there was, game. There was no media attention. Right. Nothing happened, mm-hmm. right? The second time, SeatGeek is like, let's put you front row behind the bench. Where were you? Where were you sitting at the first game? The first game, I was kind of off to the side. I was in the fifth row. Okay. But it was it was kind of like, I guess, off like the corner yes. of the court. Gotcha. So, yeah, nothing happened there. But right. the but next one was bench. right behind the bench. Because the cameras and I, faced I the remember benches. I was in the parking lot because I was doing, you know, dunking on people and stuff yeah. before the game. <laughs> Were you drinking beers? Like, yeah, I'm just going to have a drinking beers with the, in the parking lot. I'm like, you idiots. Oh, like, that was so, so I'm dribbling the ball, and Steve Kerr drives – no way. I'm literally standing in front of his car. I look yes. up at Steve Kerr and his assistant, and they're just cracking up. Yeah. I don't he know probably had the, a double Did you take see the interview uh, no, I didn't. of Steve Kerr? No. Yeah. Can you use your computer right here? We yeah. got to pull it up. Yeah, I'll pull it up. So, what, what happened so in this interview? So, just type in Steve, Steve Kerr, fake clay. Steve Kerr. I love this. We're doing this live on the podcast yeah. right now. This is hilarious. This came out like the day after. Steve Kerr and Flake, Fake Clay Thompson. All right, let's listen. Let's hear what he... Yeah, turn that up. Let the people hear. I turn around, I was like, Clay, would, you have a few extra burgers last night? What happened? I, was, I love that guy. I saw him actually at the top of the ramp uh, when I was pulling in, like, Two and a half hours before game time. It's hilarious. Did you do a double check? Just laughed. Yeah. I just laughed. <laughs> By the way, do, do you guys know that, that Looney and... Uh, yeah, so... That's insane. Yeah, it was kind of yeah, funny you commented on it. It probably... If Clay wasn't such like a dedicated guy and he just saw it from afar, he, he probably was scared to death. Yeah. But like, if, the, if Clay Thompson was Johnny Manziel... Right. And he oh, was, yeah. Yeah, he'd be like... Mother Johnny, like, what, what is what doing John, in the parking lot? He's just ripping fireball. Like, what's going on with this guy? Yeah. But no, that's that's freaking hysterical. And I love when when the security let you in. Oh, I'm right. like, and it wasn't just one security yeah, guard. There, there was, was like, two of them. There, well, there was two two or three at the gate. Then there's like four other guys made it with, with like batons that we had to pass through. Right. So there's a whole level of like eight levels. We it was like yeah. uh, what do you call it? It's like uh, like Mario freaking yeah. like different it's levels. Leveling up. checkpoints. It's like okay, we survived this one. <laughs> Are we gonna get through this? We need yeah. to revive. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. So the Clay Thompson stuff was so great, mainly because just exploiting bandwagon warrior fans. But <laughs> but no, that's so that's so good. That's amazing. So now I want to talk about daily dropout. Okay. So you know. You formed that 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 company that business. Um, how was like that idea born? And you know who was the original team? How did you how did you find them? And I know I know how you kind of found Stephen. You did that fan video and things like that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna you can quickly touch on that, but don't go into too much detail because okay. I'll, I'll cover that with him when I have him on the podcast. Okay. But um, yeah. So like, how was the daily dropout born? Like, what was the original idea for it? Um, and, and, you know, who was kind of a part of the original team? Yeah, so it was born towards the end of 2017, I believe, like, September se- 2017. Yeah, it's it's been like a year and a half, maybe two years at this point. But, okay. like, the first six months, it was just nothing. Yeah. Um, so the idea was I was 
pretty much over being known as the guy, like the YouTube guy. Mm -hmm. The you know a lot of people like really enjoy fame. I I like it. I think it's really cool. But I'm like, do I really want this my whole life? Right. Like I don't know if I necessarily want to be in the spotlight. And I still go through phases now where I'm like, I love it. I want to do this forever. And then I go through phases where I just want to hide under a rock. Yeah. So it's like a love hate relationship for me. Um, so I was like, I just should create something where I don't have to be on it at all. I don't have mm -hmm. to have people know that it's mine. I can just... And this kind of goes back to your original idea with the record label. Like right. you wanted to be more of that CEO role, yeah. hire good people, be able to delegate and work with them kind of behind the scenes. And now, you know, it's not a record label and it's years later, but you're sort of starting to fill that role. Exactly. So... I just I wanted to create something like that. So the idea was I'm going to make a college-based, you know, website. Um, and this is also kind of going back to, like, you know how I read that article about right. YouTubers and how much money they're making. Well, before I started this, I was reading about websites and, you know, like College Humor mm -hmm. in 2006 or early 2000s sold for, like, $70 million. It's or insane. BuzzFeed is valued at, yeah. like, $4 billion. Vice is valued at $6 billion. I'm yeah. like, these are just websites yeah they're like, just digital media companies i already have like a ton of fans why can't i just segue into that and make my own version of that mm -hmm. and like make like an awesome fun company and just make a ton of money doing that right so and it was, was a seamless transition because right. there's still a ton of pranks and people you know as we put up more interviews and other things people start to get mm -hmm. used to and, and enjoy that as well exactly and it's actually kind of like a reversal so when i started it it was going to be like backdrop interviews so and interviews were like kind of Buzz the original Feed style thing. kind yeah. of thing, and that's all I was gonna do. So like I had an office at the West Six in okay. Tempe, and uh, I that's actually how I met Laura. Okay. I DM'd a bunch of like girls and guys and got them all to come in and answer questions and things like that, and Laura was one of them. Uh, but long story short, I just reviewed the footage, and the idea is like let's ask each person like forty questions, and you know we'll have forty different videos if we get people to come in. We had. 40 people come in over the course of a week. It was like eight a day. And we did like eight or nine hours, hour days. Wow. Um, and I reviewed all the footage. We edited it. We spent like a month on this project. And it was going to be something that we did every month. And then I reviewed it. I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. I put up one of them. I ended up deleting it. I was right. like, this sucks. Like, I want to do this. Like, yeah, I think it would do well. And like, I think it would make money. But this, I'm not passionate about this. Right. This this is not content. I'm going to show my boys and be like, yo, check this out. Right. So I was like, okay, back to ground zero. Um, I did a giveaway to kind of get the channel started. So I would give away like a phone and um, I think I got the channel to like 15,000 subscribers, but we had no videos. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, back to square one. We still had the logo, the graphics, stuff like that. But I was like, what are we going to do? So I was like, what's Let's just try a few pranks. Mm -hmm. So Laura was one of my favorites from the people that I had interviewed, her and this girl named Gabby. Yes. So I, I got them each to do a prank, and they did a really good job. Um, so we ended up posting those. They they did really well, like, for the size of the channel. They got, like, a couple thousand views. Mm. Um, and then Steven, who I had met about six months earlier from the fan competition, recently had moved to Phoenix. Right. And I was like... Um, we, you know, the whole backdrop interview thing didn't work, but it'd be cool to do like street interviews. I was like, Steven, you want to try out some street interviews in Scottsdale? Tried them out. I really liked them, posted them. They did pretty well, you know, a couple thousand views. Yeah. I was like, this is cool. I was like, we could, you know, have someone with this. I was like, you know, the backdrop thing didn't work out. I also 
had no idea what I was doing, no experience. Like, why not use, you know, my experience in the industry that I've been in for the last seven years and, and just at least start it off like that. So here we are a year and a half later, and it's about to hit 2 million subscribers already, which it's is crazy. incredibly fast. I remember when we hit a million, and then I looked like up just three the other months day, ago. <laughs> and I'm just like, holy crap, we're about at two. Yeah, That's it's insane. going crazy. And now we're starting to add more of like, not necessarily the backdrop content, but similar stuff. Like we right. just posted like a wing challenge. Today mm -hmm. we filmed another challenge. We're able to, now that we have like a hardcore fan base, they're more accepting of uh, not only that content, but we can make that content better because right. we have a whole production team. I mean, we have like, what, eight or nine full-time employees exactly. now at this point, an office space. It's, it's awesome. I absolutely love it. So when you're on the podcast, it's just like being in court. You're under oath. You have to okay. tell the truth. So for, first off, before I get to this question, did I ever share to you, like, so when you, just what that week was like for me when I discovered sort of your, your job posting with the interviewer mm -hmm. or whatever. So it was so weird. I was actually on fall break and I was in San Diego okay. visiting one of my good friends and I just was like waiting for her to, to get up. We were going to go out. I was leaving, I think that day. And we were just going to go out and have like lunch or something before my flight. And I was just going through Snapchat and I see your Snapchat and you're like, hey, we're looking for an interviewer uh, on ASU's campus, you know, part time, blah, 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 on the weekends. And I was like, oh, that'd be pretty cool. Because at, at that point, I knew I wanted to be like on camera, on air, whatever, but I didn't know exactly what to do. Um, and I'm a sports business major, so I didn't, mm -hmm. you know, as great as my business contacts are. I really didn't know how to like break in and I was just kind of doing stuff on my own. It was just kind of sporadic all over the place. And so when I saw that, it was just like, well, this was like speaking to me. I'm like, I have to find <laughs> out about this. So I, like it said, I sent you a DM and then I got something back. It was just like, send us a video, you know, why do you think it'd be good for this or whatever. copy and paste kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah, because it like said to like swipe up on the Snapchat and then send a DM on Instagram okay. or whatever. So I did that and, and yeah, exactly. You were like, yeah, man, cool. Uh, you know, send us a video. Of, you know, why you think you'd be good at this, blah, blah, blah. So I was just like, okay, what do I do? I'm just like in my friend's apartment and I'm just like, okay. So I just like did this like selfie video thing for like a minute or whatever and sent that back. And then I remember like freaking out because I got an email back from you and it was like, hey, man, like, like the video. Um, are you available at all this week to do like um, an audition on campus, on campus <laughs> or an interview? I'm just like, oh God, I don't like, what is this going to be like? I've never done anything like this before. And I filmed with Cam. That was like right before he, uh -huh. he was done. And it was so funny because like I had recognized him because we had a mutual friend and I had like met him before, okay. which was so and weird. And he was in the Clay video too. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, but I just thought this was so weird because that was literally on a Monday when I reached out and after I seen your Snapchat story. And then boom, Thursday, I'm pretty sure is when I filmed the audition video. And then Friday is when you called me. It was like, wow, I, it was like in five days. And like I was working this internship at a radio station where I was very grateful that I had it. It wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. And I wasn't passionate about it. So I, you know, admittedly too, didn't put as much, you know, you know, I could have put more effort into it, but I wasn't like really, really behind it. Right. Um, so like that was just amazing. But I want to ask. When you reviewed my video, did like did no one else audition or did something stick out? Because I look back at my first couple videos, I'm like, I was freaking terrible. <laughs> I can't believe uh, this. I wouldn't know how to answer this if I didn't just watch it the other day. I think yes. we were talking about Yes, it we, we did. I'm up. just like, I can't watch this. I suck. <laughs> I'm like, I'm terrible. 
Um, so me and Kelly were like, were watching all of them, and the thing is, like, there's probably I don't know, I probably got at least you know a couple hundred emails, right. only a few probably responded to forty of them. Okay. And about thirty of them sent videos back. Okay. And. Everybody was so bad. <laughs> Everybody was so bad. Yeah. But there was a couple that were good. I think you and like two other kids that okay. I was like interested in. And um, we ended up only going with you after like, I think, did, excuse me, did I have you do a second one? No. It was just one? Was Maybe one? I had the others do a second one. I was like, okay, this guy is the best we're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is all we're going to get. No, but like, um, you, you're just very well spoken. And oh, thank you confident you know i liked how you weren't afraid to pause in the video and think about mm -hmm. what you're going to say you seemed like you'd be like not professional but also like good and in tune with like the college lifestyle and, right. and it's undeniable you're just a good looking kid so <laughs> thank you so you just had the x factor man yeah. a little bit of everything well i always i mean I, I i i just really appreciate you guys sticking with me giving me the chance and um you guys have really helped just like coaching me up with certain things like you give me pointers here and there and they really really help and I feel like around spring break when we did those videos is where I really started to catch my stride and we've actually we've been building yeah absolutely. well ever since I just feel more confident about it and more comfortable like you know I do I don't have to do as much prep anymore like obviously uh -huh. I still prep and I get my stuff but I'm just like I'm just gonna go out there and have fun yeah and like once I got comfortable enough to be able to do that and you know that just with anything whether you're doing right. pranks acting your reporting sports pop culture entertainment it doesn't matter what it is or even if you're just doing a regular job, you're not on camera, not doing a podcast or whatever, the more reps you get, the more that you do it, the more comfortable you get with it. Yeah. And you know, you, you put the extra time in and you work hard at it, you're gonna get better. Yeah. Like And you watch the first video and you watch the most recent yeah. video and you can see a huge difference right. too. Like the first video is still pretty damn good for being the first video. Right. But you look at them now, it's like wow, like you can see yes. a, an improvement, a great improvement. And it's really awesome to watch as well. Kelly is always like like me and Kelly kind of, you know, we chat about everybody right. in the office for sure, and yeah. things and she's like, Wow, like Joe's really good at first, but he's gotten so much better. Like he's yeah. really good at this. That's well that's that's good to hear. It's uh it's nice to hear, especially with all the uh all the dwarf comments. And, you know, <laughs> I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna be the dwarf guy like from now on. But no, that's no, that's really good to hear. So Let's fast forward. You know, we we've built up now to current day. You haven't been busy at all. It's not like no. It's not like you're moving into a new house. It's not like you just had a kid. It's not like one of your twelve dogs just had fifty puppies. Like <laughs> none of that's going on. Um, so before we talk about the other stuff, um, you know, you had your kid, and just to get a little serious here for a second, but you, you shared like a very emotional. Uh, personal message on Instagram picture with your kid mm -hmm. two previous times you know you and your wife you shared that you had tried and it what happened was what I imagine is every expecting parents just worst freaking nightmare right so now that Miles is here he's happy he's healthy like can you just speak on just like how much of a joy and like blessing that is because I think that's just a beautiful thing because that's yeah. like the lowest of lows like, oh yeah I, I mean I, I'm not I can't speak from experience but I just imagine that's just gut-wrenching yeah no it definitely was and especially just like you know you're excited you tell your family and everything that yeah. you know you're gonna have your first grandchild and you know we're pregnant and we're so stoked and then it's like um you know you go to the doctor appointment and it's like oh there's no heartbeat and that's 
it was just like, <sighs> oh man, like I, I obviously didn't give up. I'm like, oh, I'm sure it'll show up. It'll be right. fine. And yeah. then, you know, we had the first miscarriage and, you know, it was extremely tough. I mean, you know, probably the hardest thing I've ever been through. And then, you know, we get pregnant again. We're super excited. Like, oh, it's all going to work out. And then it happens again. It's like, wow, like, is this ever going to work out? So it was really hard. And, um, you know, there's a lot of times where we're just like, wow, you know, you might have to start thinking about adoption. Don't know if we're going to have kids. And then we get pregnant a third time. And at that point, like, I think Kelly just like left a pregnancy test on the counter. And I saw it when I got home. And I was just like, okay, you know, yeah, it's like hard to be excited at that point. Right. Um, But it's just that much more of a blessing now. And that's yeah. amazing. And I'm so much like, not that I wouldn't have been grateful and excited to be a dad before, but now it's like, wow, like I really know what it took to get to this point. And it's like that much sweeter. Absolutely. And yeah, it's, being a dad is probably the coolest thing. Like by far the best thing that's ever happened to me. And yeah. each day is cooler. Cause like right. you start getting more. It's aware brand new. And, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just stoked for him to like start playing sports and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And just, based off what we had to go through to be at this point it's like wow like I'm even more blessed than I can ever imagine right and I know I've seen you on Twitter like you've been recently like you've been really pushing doing more videos on your own channel again I I think I saw a tweet it was something like you know more motivated than ever or whatever Mm -hmm. like has that given you like a whole new like perspective and outlook too yeah because you know before Miles was born I was pretty much done with my YouTube channel. I was focusing on daily dropout, which is something that I've been wanting to do. Um, But as soon as he was born, it's like a whole fire was lit under me. Like, Oh my God, I have to provide for this kid for the next 18 years. Yeah. It's like, I I feel pretty good with like, you know, my situation right now, but like I got to provide for this kid for 18 years and I want to have a lot more of them. So (laughs) I better start working because I'm like, you know, the, the company is at the point now where I've pretty much taken like the last year off to really get it started. And I've mm-hmm. only been dropping like a video a month on, on Big Doss TV. Right. And I'm like, all right, time to get back to work. I can do both. And that's what I've been doing pretty much since he's been born. Like I took probably a week and a half off and then right back at it. And right back things are, are back in business. Thanks Love to it. Miles. You can that's thank right. him for all the new That a boy, Miles. <laughs> Love it. Um, and then the new house. So you guys are building. Mm-hmm. It, is it close? Is it done? We're fully moved in. Fully yeah. moved in. So you're fully moved in now. Now is this, would you consider this, is this like your dream home like more oh, than you 100%. could have ever imagined? I were, thought my last home was my dream home. Right. And now but you didn't build the like, last one, did no, you? No, we didn't. But you built this one. So this has you and Kelly's handprints and fingerprints all over it. This, yeah. this is you guys. I know you're super pumped. I can't wait to come over <laughs> Sunday to the man cave. Oh, yeah. Give us... Now, I know we can't see it, bad radio here, but can you describe in detail, like, yeah, so what for, all is forget, in the man cave? Forget the house. We don't know, need to know yeah, about the house. To hell with the sleeping <laughs> and all the cooking and stupid yeah. stuff, let's talk about where the magic and, happens. And the reason why I built this house is for the garage space. I mean, it's yes. all about the garage space. Yes. Being a guy, the reason why we decided to do it, we were remodeling our, our house, um, our first house. We're in the process, like, okay, it's going to be this amount of money. That's what we're going to do. I was like, screw this. Let's just build a new it's one. It's easier to get a new house. <laughs> it's yeah. just easier. I was yeah. like, why not we just, just like... Start fresh. Start fresh. And that's what we did. So, um, you know, we have a four-car garage, which is amazing. And outside of that is the detached RV garage. So that's that's the man cave. It, it is absolutely amazing. It's about... 
1,400 square feet. The ceilings are about 25 feet tall. Beautiful. And I got two 75-inch TVs right next to each other, a beautiful surround sound system. Um, so we got couches centered around that. I have a pool table, a custom-made pool table that's getting shipped in next week, along with the custom-built bar. Like a sick, like, like you walk yeah. into like a bar on Mill Ave type right. of bar. Yes. Um, we got the epoxy floors. We have a, a custom built shuffleboard table that's coming that's going to match Gosh. the pool table and the bar. It's all like a really cool, like smoky gray kind of color, uh, which is absolutely amazing. And, you know, it's pretty much every man's dream. And it's, it's happening. It's the it's yeah. the man cave, and yeah. we're actually going to have a podcast in there too. Love that. So that'll be a lot of fun. I'll, I'm excited to have you as a guest on the show. Yes, this is the, this is the first podcast I've ever done. So really, it's a good experience. How's it going? I think so I did far? one like four years ago, but yeah. This How's is, it going so far? It's good. It's good. Am I okay? I'm, I'm, you're great. I got to work on myself. I'm not the best of spoken. So. But no, it, it's good. But well, first off, I need to we need to turn the AC on here. All, all, the, all this uh, awesome man cave stuff is giving me a little <laughs> give me a little flustered over here. Yeah, it's getting a little hot over here. But uh, yeah, no, that's that's awesome. I can't wait to come over for Sunday football. It's a, sounds like a dream. So you spoke about you know re-energized, um, you know new perspective, all that. All, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So what is, you know, with the daily dropout in your channel, people that are successful and entrepreneurial, how do you say that word, who, you know, who have entrepreneurship in their blood, they're successful and they continue to be successful because complacency is just like their worst nightmare. And mm-hmm. I imagine that's the same for you. So what is, what's the next step? Like what's the, what's the uh, end goal for, you know, just, you know, your channel as well as our uh-huh. company here with the daily totally. dropout? Uh, I want to definitely build out Big Dos TV to 10 million subscribers and get yes. that diamond that diamond play button. That'd be beautiful. I got to get that plaque. Once I hit 10 mil, I'll probably you know take a bit of a break and see where I'm at because mm-hmm. that that kind of also goes back to the daily dropout. Like part of the reason why I created that is not only because I was tired of being you know the famous guy like. I mean, boo hoo! Yeah, the the, the yeah. business mindset. Everyone loves it. you and they want to take pictures with you. Oh, my life yeah. sucks. I hate myself. The business mindset behind it was, I can't be thirty years years old on a college campus pranking girls and you know asking them for their phone number. Like that's just gonna be a little creepy. I'm already right. I'm twenty six. I look like I'm thirty. Yeah. When yes. I'm thirty, I'm gonna look forty probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I definitely really just want to focus on the daily dropout and the daily dropout isn't the only channel, you know, like it's a media company. It's, it's, it's a segment of the media company that I started. So we have other channels that we're working on. Yes. Um, but you know, it's mainly daily dropout. That's the focus. I want to build that out and just make it a kick-ass company where we're known all around, excuse me, all around the world is the number one news, um, company for college kids. Yeah. And not only do we have like the news side, but we have the entertainment side, and there's a million things that can happen from there. It's ever growing. Yeah. So the, the possibilities. Yeah. I mean, once you have eyes in front of you, the possibilities are endless. Sure. When are we going to Vegas next? Two weeks. Really? Yeah. Actually? I haven't told you. No. Yeah. What? This is breaking news not right next, here. Not next weekend, but the weekend after, we're going. You're going, so I would love to go. Mark your calendar. It's marked. It's, it's <laughs> up all up here. I'm pointing at my head right now. No, that's awesome. Well, Dawson, Big Dawes, Ernie, Fake Clay, Ernie, all, all, uh, <laughs> Ernie, all, all your different names. Thanks so much for uh, coming on. When I started this, you know, guys like you and Stephen and, and others, you know, were definitely names that I had circled that I, you know, would have been dream like really awesome guests. So this was 
This was really fun. I appreciate you Thanks, taking the man. time. Of course. Until next time. Cheers. Love it. All right, Dawes. Talk to you soon. All right, man. All right, everyone. So hope you enjoyed that sit down with Big Dawes TV. Until next time, rate, review, subscribe, and enjoy this nice, smooth jazz. <laughs>